Magic for normies. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Magic for Normies. How's it going tonight? Um, I'm hey. Pixie Kitten. This is Zuby, and we're here to talk about Magic the Gathering for we are. casual normie players, because that's what we are. You have not been playing much magic lately on Twitch, I should say. Me? Yeah, you. No, I haven't been. No, <laughs> I haven't. Sorry. Hey, Baltan. Hey, Quad hey, Nines. Baltan. How's it going? Hey, Quad Nines. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we're going to have a regular show where we just like talk and chit chat and have things to talk about. And then we're going to play Jump. Thank you for the follow, Quad Nine. Ooh, thank you. Um, we're gonna play Jumpstart after we're done chit chatting. Yes. Um, so our friend Ginger Joe had these packs sent to us because he wanted to see us play on Magic for Normies, and I feel like Jumpstart is such a normie level way to play Magic. I love it. I'm so excited. I haven't opened any Jumpstart at all, so this is my first Jumpstart ever yes and i'm excited hi yeah. muhammad hi dougie fresh hey, muhammad. hi scary, scary gary, gary. <laughs> dougie fresh dang what's up how's it going everybody? Hey, everybody we're so glad you're here um so the first thing we're going to talk about is what's been going on in our life lately because um last time we had a magic for normies we just played edh and that was yes. fun, but we didn't really have any topics. We didn't really talk. So what's been going on with you lately, Zuby? Um, I am building a new computer. Oh, you're building Ooh. a new computer? Yes, I got okay. all the parts in today. Okay. Uh, but you know what I forgot to order? What? I forgot to order the thermal paste for the processor. Thermal paste? Yeah, so your processor gets really, really, really hot. Okay. And you need some paste to put on it so the therm so the heat sink can go on it as well. Okay. And um I forgot to order thermal paste and it's like twelve bucks and it's the only thing I forgot. Well, you can maybe just go grab some at the computer parts store. Oh yeah, no, I've already ordered some on Amazon. Oh, it was okay. just I, I went to go start putting it together tonight, like right before we started and gotcha. realized, oh, crap, I don't have any glue. So you couldn't start. I see. No, I yeah. couldn't. Are you going to film it? Are you going to like do, are you going to do the like do, do the Cavill whole thing like that? Sh should thing? I? Should I? Should I stream it? Definitely. Yeah. Building a computer. <laughs> I think people would be interested in that. I don't, I don't know if they want to see me stream it as I curse and. Actually, no, that I, might it might be entertaining. It might be. It yeah. might be. Um, other than that, I um Oh, oh, I think last time we talked, like right before I was going on the break, I decided to delete social media off my phone. Yes. And um holy crap, it was hard at first because you're so used to just grabbing your phone and like looking on it like yeah. every five seconds. Right. But I've been used to it. Um so I'm only really going on social media on the desktop. Okay. And um, it's getting good. I'm getting less stressed out, and I've been giving less craps about what's going on in the Twitterverse. That's great. Good. <laughs> what have you got to do to keep yourself less stressed out? I'm all yeah. for it. 
So yes. that's good. Yeah, and then other than that, uh God, not much else. It's Florida's getting crazier with the pandemic. Um Yes. I mean the whole or the whole uh country's going crazier with it, but of course. You know. Yes. Um other than that, it's been not too much. Oh, I started streaming StarCraft on Sundays. Oh, I saw that. I did see that last week, last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? Um, I'm terrible at the game, but it's okay. so much fun. It's it's a nice break from just streaming magic. Yeah, if you're having fun, it's okay. You can yeah. you can be terrible. YOLO. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, pretty much YOLO. YOLO it all. Yeah. But what about you? What have you been up to? Um, I'm gonna tell you what I've been up to and I actually made notes so I would remember everything. Oh snap. Yep. <laughs> um so first thing that I've been up to, I got my wisdom teeth removed. I know, gross. Not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. It was awful. I'm just going to tell yeah. y'all. So anybody who has not yet had their wisdom teeth removed, um, I just want to be the one person to tell you, like, it's not just one day you're feeling bad and then you're better. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going on almost two full weeks here, and I'm just now able to, like, eat solid food. So... God, that sucks. prepare yourself for the long run. Um, but I guess it was necessary, right? Hi, yeah. Blue Lore. Thank you for the follow. Hey, um, Blue Lore. D Doug says that he thinks I will open the wall pack. And, and the, the mill pack. pack. And I'll get discard vampires. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm just going to say right now i know i'm jumping ahead but i hope that i get vampire cats because that's what i want to open vampire cats i want dragons and goblins oh that's a good one too though <laughs> um okay so other than that i got my wisdom teeth removed it was awful i was pretty much like a zombie for an entire week like literally laid on the couch because i could not do anything else I know. I think I wanted to have you play some EDH with me one of the days, and you were like, "I just can't. I can barely talk. I yeah. can't." Like you'd be able to play, but you wouldn't be able to chat at all or anything. Yeah, and I, I just felt so bad too. Like I just couldn't yeah. do anything except for just be a slug on the couch. It was, it was awful. But I'm, I'm on the mend now. We're we are Good. living life again, and I'm happy <laughs> about it. And you can eat. I can eat. Yes. Um, so the other thing I've been up to, I finished The Last of Us 2 last week. Ooh, that's while right. That's I was right. Recovering. Yeah, it was so great. Um, it was uh, it better than the first one? I wouldn't say it was better than the first one because I really loved the first one. I would rate them equally the oh, same okay. hand in hand. They, 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 it was a nice full story. Like it, they went together well. Um, I loved it. No spoilers. Don't worry. I will not tell any spoilers. I I absolutely loved it, though. I loved the first one, and I loved everything about the second one. I would encourage anybody to play it, and everybody to play it. Anyone let, and everyone. Let me play. ask you this. One of the complaints I heard about the game was it was a bit too long. Like, towards the end, it started to drag on a little bit. No. Was that true? No? No. I don't agree with that at all. I, okay. in fact, feel like it was kind of short. Oh, wow, really? Because I, mean, I was hearing I that it was like 30, 40-hour game. Was something it? like that. That I, At least that that's what I read the reviews on. I don't know. 
Can I look on the PlayStation and see how many hours I spent playing it? Is there a way to do that? Maybe? I don't know. I'll have to check on that and let you know. Because um, I don't know. I kind of feel like it was kind of short. but maybe, Yeah, because the first one I... wasn't that long. Yeah, it wasn't terribly long. It was like, what, a 10 to 20 hour game? Something like that? Yeah, and I did not play the um, expansion pack thing to the first one. The expansion Yeah, game. neither did I. Yeah. But I want to go back and play it. I really, I need to. But I never did. Um, but I finished that. It was great. I would encourage anyone and everyone to play it if you can. It's my favorite play it video eventually. game of all yeah. time. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So the, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I've been up to is I started streaming Animal Crossing on my Twitch channel right here. Um, I've done that a couple of mornings this week, and I really like it. I mean, Animal Crossing is kind of, you know, its own thing. It's, like, just real mm -hmm. chill. But I enjoy it just... I'm, I, you know, I kind of play every morning anyways and do like all my little chore stuff around my island. So I thought, why not stream it? And I have been streaming it and it's really fun. So there's like tons of island drama on my island. Yeah, and I was watching some of it this morning. Um. Yeah, there was drama <laughs> yesterday too. Like both days, the my villagers are like, I got in a fight with so-and-so. Like, can you help me make amends with them? And I'm like, seriously? So I need to come up with like a soap <laughs> opera name for my island. Seriously. Yeah. No, I, I I've been watching it a little bit the past two uh, today and yesterday, and I really got to say your town reminds me, or your island reminds me of like sort of a mountain village type okay. thing. It it seemed like that's the kind of vibe you're going for, like more. Yeah. I wouldn't say more because it's more like all the houses are spread apart and all that, and yeah, I, I like that. It's like um, it. it's definitely it doesn't have an urban feel like at all. It has um, what was the word? I, I I there was a perfect word to describe my style. It's not really rustic. It's more like I don't know, charming. Maybe cottagey. Yeah, because I, I kind of almost picture it like a you, you know when you go to. <clears throat> Tennessee's perfect form where you if you want to go rent a cabin yeah. and all that they, they have those like little cabin areas and like the the houses are kind of spread apart kind of something like mm -hmm. that yeah um I really love my island <laughs> I mean, uh, oh oh I need you to see my island I I added a community pool to it oh that's fun okay. a little because I try to I've tried to make my town like the uh like you know the movie Pleasantville, the the whole black and white movie. Yes. I, I try to make it look like a 1950s small town, okay. something like that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> That's interesting. And does it have like a dark side to it? No. Okay. No, I mean, should it? I don't know. Doesn't Pleasantville <laughs> like have an evil? That wasn't there like something evil happening? Uh, they. they they were all black and white and they had to discover themselves to turn color or oh. something. I you don't remember I've that movie? I've never actually seen it. I've never seen the oh, movie. Oh, okay. I remember the movie, but I've never watched it. So uh, oh, I don't okay. know what happened. Okay. And I guess now I won't because you just spoiled it. Yeah, exactly. I spoiled everything. Toby <laughs> Maguire's in it from Spider-Man. I remember um, that. Yeah, I remember it. No, I didn't watch that. <laughs> I never watched that. Yeah, I like what Baltan says. Pixie's Island coming soon to the CW. Oh, I need a good name for it. It's totally like Gossip Girls. 
or yeah. Gilmore Girls, something like that. We could call it like Gossip Villagers or something. Gossip Crossing. <gasps> Gossip Crossing. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm gonna write that down. It's gonna be the soap opera name for my island. I love it. Oh, but man. yeah, it's been really fun streaming that. Yeah, it sure. seems like you've been having a lot of fun doing it. I it's like um, it. and it's just that that to me is just especially with what's going on i think we've said this before like that game is perfect for just relaxing and it's so happy and wholesome yeah it's really it really fun. is i love it it's wonderful um so let's get into our topics for tonight we are going to talk about magic arena state of the game that yes. was released like last week or something yeah last week mm-hmm. last week so we're a bit late on the ball here, but that's okay. I mean, the big announcement was the whole Jumpstart yep. thing they were announcing. Mm-hmm. So uh, jumps, you can play Jumpstart in Arena until... August 15th so, or something. Oh, August 15th. Yeah, Pretty something long. like Yeah, August 16th. Ooh, my birthday. August 16th. Ooh. Ooh. Um, you Ooh. know, my birthday is August 2nd, so we're almost oh, da- twins. Oh, dang. We're both Leos? Yeah. Oh, God. We should have a birthday normies episode. Oh, we could. We definitely yes. could. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, so our next episode would be August 6th, actually. Is oh. it? And then what's the one? At, what would be the one after that? August 20th. Okay. So that's the only one that's like in between the birthdays. Yes. So maybe we'll have a Ooh. birthday episode. Ooh, yeah. We got to start planning that now. Yeah. Ooh. We'll have a birthday party. Ooh. Oh, um, Muhammad, your birthday's the 1st of August. We got a bunch of Leos in here, so we got all the good uh, nice. Zodiac signs. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so, uh, let's so see. Arena, so, they're new- Jumpstart, yeah. Yeah, Jumpstart. Uh, I played a few games of Jumpstart on it, and it is super fun. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what my decks were because what? I didn't save them. Because <laughs> I'm terrible at remembering. Um, oh, oh no, I did. One of them was elves because okay. I got that new mythic rare elf. Um, the the one drop one that where things can't be countered or whatever. Okay. Um, and then the other one was something I don't remember. Okay. It's not because I'm so good at remembering that stuff. Clearly. Um, but the thing that I wanted to talk about the most was. The developer roadmap for it. So if you scroll down towards the bottom, you see all everything that's upcoming. Um, and the thing I'm pretty excited about is the Amonkhet Remastered. Ooh, what does that mean? So basically, they're taking both Amonkhet sets, Amonkhet and Hour of Devastation. They're not putting both sets in completely. They're putting, like, out of the... 400-something cards that are in both sets. They're only putting in 340 cards of it. Okay. So they're going to and just make it a remastered thing. And we're going to have more and more cards for historic. What? Why do they do that? Because they've done that before with with stuff where they don't put in everything. Yeah, I don't know why they are doing that, to be honest, because... Before the game ever went out into open beta, they did have Amonkhet and Hour of Devastation programmed into the game. So those so, cards would already be there. 
yeah, they they do exist, mm-hmm. but I don't know why they're not releasing them all. But the whole set, yeah, yeah, or both of but, the sets, yeah, both sets, and I'm excited about it because there are definitely some fun Amonkhet cards. Yeah, uh, Glorybringer being one of my favorite dragons in it. Okay, and um, then it's it, it seems like they are gonna ha- you're gonna be able to draft it as well too. Amonkhet draft was a lot of fun too. I didn't. I haven't really played any Amonkhet. At all, ever. Yeah, that came out before you started, I think. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it it's a fun set. Like if you really like the whole Egyptian theme mm-hmm. and all that, and the desert theme, you'll you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of cool cards, and um, I, I'm I'm excited about that. So that means we're getting closer to Pioneer being yeah. accessible in it. In because let yes, let's yep. be honest. Let's um, standard is not good right now. It's not. No, it's not. It's, not it's really not good. Hmm. Um, and then if we get Pioneer in Arena, that means be more ways to play. Yes. Um, but I'll be curious on what they do with Historic once Pioneer is in um, once Pioneer's in Arena. Because it'll be interesting. Historic is only a thing in Arena, right? It doesn't yeah. exist anywhere outside of Arena. No, and the thing with Historic is it has cards that aren't pioneer legal as well okay like um uh for example there's uh, there's like some scars of mirrodin cards um some kamigawa cards uh some like like very old old sets Hmm. um that aren't pioneer legal so i'm just wondering what they'd even do i don't know with it i'll be interested to see because because if they're trying to do Pioneer, but they already have Historic Anthology 4 on the roadmap as well, too. So I'll be interested to see that. Oh, and Mobile is coming, too, this year. Mobile? Meaning you I get to play Arena that. on your phone. Yeah. Wow. How's that going to work? What if you have, like, a really crazy board state? Oh, God, you're right, because the way... Because I, I I was thinking originally it would be something similar to, like, Hearthstone. But Her, Hearthstone, you're looking... You played Hearthstone, right? No. Well, it's the... You, you know what it is, right? The yeah. World of Warcraft card mm-hmm. game. So with Hearthstone, you're looking straight down at the board. So when you're playing it on mobile, it's a lot easier. But Arena, you're playing it a slant. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that would... Right? Are you playing it a slant or no? Or you're looking straight down? I can't remember. Or am I thinking of Magic Duels or whatever? I don't know. Um. No, I think you're looking straight down, aren't you? I, or is it s- slightly guess. at a slant? It's it. It's sort of slightly at a slant, I think. I don't yeah. think it's straight down. But, yeah, I. Uh, it's like a minor angle, Baltan yeah. says. Yeah, I think so, so too, yeah. But you're right, like with crazy board states, let's say you're playing a token deck with Five million, right? You know, tokens out there, and you want to set up your blockers or something. Yeah, so I wonder how that's gonna. Like, I think on a tablet it'd be a lot easier, like an iPad or Android. Yeah, you'll be like, and all right, how? I mean, phones are getting bigger though. Yeah, but (laughs) infinite combo. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Like infinite combos and. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. It will definitely be interesting. And I don't know. I just feel Ooh. like, I don't know. What if your connection is bad? What? I, 
I mean, I guess that can happen on PC also. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but hey, I mean, doing it apparently. It'd be great. You can play magic on your way to work if you're, you know, taking a bus or a train to work or something, or yeah. you can play magic in an airplane. You know, yeah. if you have if you pay for the plane Wi-Fi, or yeah. you can play magic in the bathroom. <laughs> if you have to spend a lot of time in the bathroom, you can play magic in the bathroom. Well, I guess yeah. you could probably take a laptop in the bathroom now, but yeah, a l- little cumbersome though. Easier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, when is rotation? That's happening, right? Yeah. Uh, whenever Zendikar Rising comes out, which is what October or something, I think. I don't know. Which, I mean. Since I don't even play standard anymore, it won't make that much of a difference. But I am a little excited to see what they're going to do for Zendikar Rising. Um, Last time we were in Zendikar, it was nothing but Eldrazi everywhere. Oh. Well, that'll be interesting. And now that the Eldrazi are dead, apparently, on Zendikar, I wonder what they're going to (gasps) do. Oh, is it September? Oh, no. Please, no. Not zombies. Zombie Eldrazi. Yeah. Oh God! Didn't we already had that like uh, for Shadows Over Innistrad or whatever? It was like oh, it was, it was Eldrazi horrors. That's right, because ah. like people were mutating into Eldrazi. <laughs> uh, the twenty fifth of September is what Muhammad. Oh, says. okay, okay. I'm excited. God, that for seems one so far away. Where Teferi is legal. Yeah. T three fairy. Yeah, that that's guy, the... man. Mm. Hey, the the new Teferi hasn't seen a whole lot of play. Yeah, that's I'm surprised. The, I the, I really thought he was gonna just like explode. He probably will after rotation. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. But um, I think the only other thing that seems pretty interesting is you get to they're gonna have friend deck sharing. Yep. So if you want to challenge your friend to whatever kind of format and they don't have some of the cards, boom, there you go. Yeah. That's That's awesome. What about this equestrian thing? Uh, It says, it it says not much more to say beyond that. We're also working on the upcoming standard sets. Oh, oh, that's a name of an upcoming standard set. Cause so, so what, Oh, what they haven't does. announced all of those yet. So what Watsi will do is when um, they have upcoming sets, they'll give them code names, and I gotcha. think Equestrian is a code name. So that so that's the set after Zendikar Rising. Yeah. Whatever it is. Gotcha. What What do you think? What do you think it might be if you had to I guess? I think it's going to be all about horses. Mm-hmm. Equestrian. <laughs> I mean, duh, it's pretty obvious. It's not even a secret. Anybody could guess that. (laughs) Well, typically the code names have nothing to do with the set. Yeah, I have no idea. If if you had, what theme would you want to see in an upcoming magic set? Let Um, me ask you that. So, I really love vampires, but they've already done that. Um... I really so my favorite set lately has was Throne and Veldrain. 
Um, oh, I love the I love the flavor. I am that so surprised that I liked that storybook style so much, but I freaking loved it. I love. I, I wish we were at that plane longer. Yeah, I know it was great. We need to go back already. Um, Doug says it's going to be a Norse theme. That Ooh, would be that, interesting. Like Viking themed or something, and maybe Norse gods or whatever. Yeah, like, like Thor. Like Thor, God of War, Kratos, and all that. Ooh, that would be cool. I, if if I, I if I had to guess, like I have no idea. I don't know. If I had to guess, I'd want to see. I would love to go back to Dominaria again. Okay, people love Dominaria. Really loved it. So I assume at some point they will. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but what do you mean again? I know we were in um <laughs> Again? <laughs> I know we were in Dominaria for like the first fifteen years of magic. I wanna go back to it. Yeah. People love it though. So. Kratos isn't North Zuby. Well, Kratos was in a Norse game. <laughs> And the, the latest God of War, if you played it. Boom. Yeah, I don't think we'll go back to Dominaria anytime soon because they just kind of did that. Oh, Not we're never going back to Kamigawa. No, that's never going to happen. Ooh, what's the one set where there's like um, a bunch of goats and like cutesy things? That's the one I want to go back the, to. The what? The which one? There's like goats. Um... What like, are you talking about? <laughs> um, it's like cutesy. Lorwyn, that's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The the Lorwyn, I I would like to go back to Lorwyn. That's very um, like Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be fun. Or or if they did like a Scandinavian type thing. They could do, um, like, a Witcher set style. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. Crossover. I mean, they did the Godzilla thing. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, they could have definitely more crossover. Like, Lorwyn could be more Scandinavian, maybe. And um, have Witcher promo stuff. Yeah. I'm down. For Um, sure. Watsy, get on it. You can send uh, your check to... Uh, 2525 Normie Way. (laughs) (laughs) Normie USA. Normie USA. Thanks. You're welcome. Nice. Well, that's interesting. Um, I haven't played much arena lately at all. Honestly, I haven't played Jumpstart at all in the arena. I really need to because I, I'm pretty sure I would love it, but I just haven't, haven't done it yet. But, it's arena, though. I know. I know. I know. I knew that Jumpstart was going to be around through into August, so that's why I haven't done it yet. I've got some It's time. worth at least trying it out once. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to. I want to. I'm excited about Jumpstart, so I'll eventually try it out sometime. Yeah, it, I think it's fun. I mean, hey, we're going to play Jumpstart tonight, so it might be even better on paper. Yes, I'm really excited for that. I know, me too. I can't wait to see what we get. All um, right, so I think that's about it for the state, at least the important stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, they do mention what is it, some historic open thing that's all competitive, but yeah, I'll be honest, I don't. We're normies. I don't care. We're not into that. I don't, 
I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's cool for the people that like it, but yeah, it's fine. But that's I, not us. <laughs> I, that's I don't not care us. about it anymore. No. No. Nope. All right. All right. So should we jump on our next topic? Yeah, our next topic is our origin stories. The way we developed our spark. Yes. Um. I actually made a video on how I developed my spark, and it's called um, Planeswalker Training. So if anyone oh, ever wants yeah, to watch that, right. you can see how I got my spark. It's pretty funny, that, so, I think. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that video. That was a funny one. Yeah. Um, so it was just some questions that um, you and I were talking as we were trying to come up with show notes and just... I don't. I thought it'd be fun to because I don't think we've talked about it before in the podcast. So it'd be no, fun you and I haven't. go on about our origin story because we've talked yeah. about like you know our favorite color and mm-hmm. you know guilds and all that, but mm-hmm. we've never talked about what brought us into playing Magic. It's true. It's true. We haven't. And, and let's start off with you. What brought you in? Because you are much newer to the game. Um, you've only been playing. Was it almost three years now? It's a little over two years. Oh, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, so I feel like I've told my origin story a lot because I've been on other people's shows or podcasts, not like a ton, but you know, a handful. Yeah. And people always ask you, you know, like, what, how did you get into magic? And um, my origin story is kind of weird. So I wanted, I wanted a podcast to listen to while I was at work. Just to sort of pass the time. And yeah. I wanted it to be a nerdy podcast. And I wanted it to be about... I wanted to listen to something that was, like, entertaining. So mm-hmm. I came across the podcast that was then called Magic the Amateuring, which is Megan and Maria. They're, you know, they're pretty big names in the Magic the Gathering community. Their podcast is now yep. called Good Luck High Five. Um, but back then, a couple years ago, it was called Magic the Amateuring, and I didn't even play Magic, but I started listening to their podcast. Like, I literally started with, like, episode one. And, um... Oh, dang, you started from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I just started listening to whatever they were saying at that time. Like, I because yeah, because they'd listening. been around... Yeah, because they'd been around for a while. A long time. Yeah, years. So, um, I started listening to their podcast, and when they started, they were, like, super new players and learning how to play. So it Oh, that's cool. It was really it it was super entertaining. They're really funny. And um in the old days, they were like pretty um they were not so family friendly back then at all. Oh, so, really? Cuz I've never listened to their old stuff. Yeah, it's You listen funny. to them now, they're all yeah, proper. Well, and they're still very funny now and very entertaining now, but like everything they say, like, you know, a five-year-old could listen to it and it would be totally appropriate. It's definitely more advertiser friendly. Right. (laughs) Exactly. For sponsors. But back then they just, they just said whatever. And it was hilarious and I loved it. So I was like, okay, I want to play this game. So, um, I got a box. I got like a deck builder's toolkit of, mm-hmm. God, I don't even know, like Aether Revolt or something like that. 
and I just started playing with my husband and we didn't know how to play and when you like read the little rules paper that comes in one of those boxes like you're not really learning how to play magic from that at all right because I had oh. no idea like there was even a second main like after combat we just oh, like that was the end dang. of our turn right yeah it's yeah. like it just doesn't tell you it was not it's not detailed enough to like read the instructions on that one little sheet of paper and be able to play by yourselves oh so mr kitten never played before no he did not that's okay. correct everyone out there i do not play because my husband plays i play because i wanted to play um so i guess he did ha he did play in high school but he never he didn't keep his cards and yeah I did not start playing because he was playing. I picked it up and I I don't I guess he didn't actually play properly in high school cuz he didn't know how to play either. So, um yeah, so we just started playing and we just played at home. Um and I don't know, it was like I started at that point I started just a few months after that I started making videos, like pack opening videos and um that was it. Like, now here I am. I'm still a normie, but I know I know some of the rules a little bit better now. I know. Now look at you. You're deeply ingrained in it. I don't know if I would say that. Deeply You're, ingrained. Well, compared to... Okay, so we're normies, right? Yeah. You're a normie. Yeah. We're both normies, but we're definitely more deeply ingrained than I'd say normal normies. Yeah, I mean, we do make content about this game, yeah. so we have to keep up with the news and that sort of thing for sure. Yeah. So, you're you're addicted. You're uh, you can't get away from it. What? I haven't even <laughs> played. <laughs> I haven't even played. Like the last time I played was um, Tuesday night playing EDH with you. It was only two nights ago. Oh man, I am addicted. I need to play again. I know, right? And we're gonna play again. <laughs> <laughs> In just a little bit. Oh man. Yay. I know. Yeah, so that's pretty much my origin story. So that was about two years ago. So yeah, I think you remember you telling me you started when M nineteen came out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um see, and this is what I like when especially when we do some of those segments on here where I show you some weird old cards and all that because it sort of brings me back to, you know, my origin story of playing with those terrible, terrible cards. And yeah, and I'm like, knowing I've never seen this before. This is wild. And just the the writing on it is just absolutely terrible too, yeah. which is great. <laughs> They're weird. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, my origin story. Geez, I you know when I try to think back to what even got me wanting to play magic i don't remember i was like 10 years old at the oh, time wow. um it was urza saga had just came out that was back in 1996 oh and i just remember because i used to collect baseball cards I, I i i had a huge collection of baseball cards i used to have a a rookie card of the first rookie card of ken griffey jr okay and that and that i think at one point was worth a lot of money and then i lost it yeah. Oh dang! Uh, and um, so I just remember going to the the sports card shop, 
uh, to pick up some packs with my mom and I saw a thing of magic and I think I picked up a booster pack and that was it. And the rest is history. History. And then, you know, I've taken breaks here and there. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I still love telling the story of back then because there was no game stores or anything. Mm -hmm. And we used to have to trade for basic lands because. Because literally the only thing we could find in town were booster packs. They didn't have starter decks, no um, land packs or anything like that. So oh, you'd only wow. you'd only get basic lands from the booster packs you'd buy. Okay, and there's not like a lot in there. There's like no, it's one. A, yeah, so we'd ha we used to have to trade for basic lands. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. I feel yeah. like I have millions of basic lands at this point. Oh, I know. I know. Now I have so many. I've gotten rid of so many and I still have more. I don't know what to do with them. I feel bad. I don't want to just throw them away. I donate them to an LGS. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Because they, they they usually take them because um, when they do draft or sealed or anything, you yeah. just go up there and take the land. So, gotcha. and gotcha. and if you're and if the store owner likes you, they'll sometimes give you store credit for the thousands upon thousands of basic lands you give them. I've wow. I've had that happen before. Cool. A lot of times, I'm just like, please take it. You're doing me a favor. <laughs> yeah, just like I have so many, I need to get them out of my house, please. Yeah. Yeah. So that was what. That's sort of my origin story. Um, not as cool. exciting. Well, yeah, but that was a long time ago. You've been playing Magic for a long time. That that's exciting. Yeah, and just like you, it's um, I can't even remember. Someone had to have taught us the rules at some point. Yeah, because I mean, we kind of knew how to play, but we didn't at the same time. Right, because there's like all these little details. Oh yeah, like. It's not a simple game at all. No, not at all. No. <laughs> and especially when I think we, I remember trying to read the rules in one of the, the card magazines. Cause when you, when you wanted to look up prices for cards, you'd get this magazine. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was called, but, and I, they used to have like rules, like how to play or something. And, um, okay. yeah, but we barely knew what we were doing. That's funny. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I like I can remember um when I opened that when I opened that box I got, the Deck Builders Toolkit, I opened a Liliana of the Veil. Ooh. Yeah. But I was like, what is this card? I have no idea how to play it cuz it was a planeswalker. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do with this? What do these numbers on it mean? Like I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I remember, I remember, because I took a break from Magic right after the original R Ravnica came out, and I didn't come back until M13, I want to say. Mm. And so Planeswalkers had already existed, so I remember when I opened up my first Planeswalker, just like you, I was blown away, like, what is this? It's yeah. not a creature, it's right? not an enchantment, what do you do with it? Right, exactly. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Because, because back, back in the like the old days, back in my day, mm -hmm. um, the the player we would be the planeswalkers mm -hmm. playing, right? You, you'd yeah. be considered the planeswalker. Mm -hmm. You're fighting another planeswalker. Um, so when you had a planeswalker card, I was so confused. Like I, I didn't know what what was going on. 
I guess they're just like your ally or something, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I did miss Shards of Alara. I know, I miss so much. I I did play during Kamigawa and OG Ravnica, which I personally loved Kamigawa. It, that, that, to me, was a so much fun set. I think a and lot of people really like that set. I, I think it's because I was just so into ninjas and samurai because I was I was in martial arts back then. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was so obsessed with Asian culture and all yeah. that. And so that was like my favorite set for a long time. That's cool. Maybe and we'll um, go back someday. Well, I mean, Mark Rosewater always says, you know, because that was one of the worst selling sets they've ever done. Really? Yeah, and um, yes, I I was a weeb. I still kind of am, you know. I mean, hey, Pixie's a weeb too. Yeah, I mean, we're both weebs. We talked. You saw my post um, where I cosplayed Ichigo. Ichigo. Yeah, and you were uh, you, you were just like what? And I was like, yeah, duh. I love bleach. You, you've probably told me that, and I completely forgot. Um, because I I've never really watched the bleach anime. I only read the manga. Really. For, and I read the manga for like years. I read it, mm. um, and uh, so I started reading the One Piece manga too. Oh, hey, kitty! I see a kitty in your background. Oh, kitty! Um, um, I so I tried to read the Bleach manga, and I just don't like it. I like watching the show better. Oh, you do? I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. Say say that again. You broke up there. I like I like watching the show a lot better than reading the manga. Yeah, I think for me it's more of a time thing because I can read through the manga a lot quicker. Yeah, it's so fast. Yeah. I've only seen Bleach through the Eisen arc, actually. Yeah, I um I only read up until they originally captured Eisen. And then, then I started reading when Ichigo lost his powers or something, and then I stopped reading because it was getting dumb. <laughs> I maybe haven't got that far. I, 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 I don't what, know. I gotta tell you what I love about it is like every time, and this is kind of like every anime. It's like every time the character like hits their like max power level something else happens and then they go beyond it and then that's their max power level and then something else happens and they go beyond that and it's just like oh my god like how many times are you gonna like keep blowing your power level through the roof well that's what happens in dragon ball too i know it gets it gets a little annoying i know because i'm it's it's every anime like this that type of anime, like, that's always what happens, and it's just hilarious. I, but I when I was a kid, I loved that shit, though. Yeah. I have not, I have yeah, not watched you're right, Dragon food Ball, so. Uh, I mean. I'm not the ori- to. Don't. The original don't. Dragon Ball is good, because it's funny. Don't try but, to convince me. I will not watch it. Uh, I mean, it, it is a lot of episodes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's a time commitment. I, I'm. I don't have that much time. Yeah, it's not. Worth I don't blame it. you. Sorry. So, I guess one of the last things we have to talk about for the origin story is, what has been your favorite magic card so far? Oh, I really hate this question. I know. 
or at least just How name a couple if you one? can. How can you pick one favorite magic card? Or maybe just a couple. Um. I know there's some favorite vampires. Yeah, you like. Soren. I love Soren. I love every iteration of Soren that has ever existed. Um. I'm just trying to think, like, what is a card that I really love to play? They're pretty much all black cards. Yeah, Sir Conrad. I'm, I really yeah, love Sir I was, Conrad. Yeah, I was about to say that Sir Conrad. I hate that card. I really I like hate it. Gary. Um, yeah, that's, that's, it's just all of the black cards are my favorite cards, pretty much. All of them? Rankle, yeah, Rankle too. Yeah, Rankle. I love Rankle. Yeah. Oh, Colin says Atali for me? No. Oh, Atali's bad. Yeah. Atali is good though. Atali's good. I mean, geez, when I think about some of my favorite cards, a lot of them are blue because I'm terrible. Zuby. Uh, Snapcaster Mage, one of my favorites. Uh you got that? Teferi Hero of Dominaria, no. one of my favorites. Jace the Mind Sculptor, Crufix, God of Horizons. Yeah, because I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah, because I, I like those cards. I like them. They're fun. They're fun for who? For me. Yeah, for I thought, you. That's the point of the game. <laughs> yeah, but like only for you. Everybody else is like miserable. I mean, they're pretty easy to handle, though. You just stop. If me from you what have I'm doing. The right thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't see the problem. <laughs> All right. Just don't play your favorite cards against me, please. You know, one day I'll have you play against my crew fix deck. What does that do? Uh, I just I call it the bank of crew fix. Okay. And so I so crew fix allows you to keep your mana if you don't spend it. So I just collect interest on mana. And just play really big, dumb Eldrazi. What does any of that mean, though? What do you mean? What do you mean you collect interest on mana? Well, i that's just more of a pun. Um, so what Crufix reads is, you know how when you tap your mana, if you don't use it in the next phase, it goes away? Yes. So Crufix, you keep that mana okay. in, during the next phase, but it turns colorless. So you get effects like you just tap a bunch of your lands, you keep the mana. Okay. And then when it's your turn again, you have like, I don't know, 10, 20 mana saved up. Then you oh, just start casting really big stuff. Gotcha. That's interesting. It's my favorite commander ever. Well, and there's like no way to deal with all that mana you've got stored up. You have to get rid of crew fix. As soon as you get rid of crew fix, that then mana go goes away. away. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, you don't keep it forever. I see. That'd be hmm. way too good if you did. Yeah, if it just stayed <laughs> there floating. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, I'm degenerate blue player. I yeah. know. Yeah. But I've been. I feel like I've been getting better with EDH. Like I'm not playing blue as much. You've been branching out for sure. Yes. And, I, and even if I do have blue in my deck, I've been making sure not to play counter spells. Yes. Thank you. I truly appreciate that because I hate counter spells. I, I will say I will put, I'll sometimes put in one to two bounce spells though, because I mean, yeah. 
A bounce Some, sometimes you, not as do bad that. as a counter. I mean, you need yeah. removal. You need removal, so that's yeah. okay. I'll give you that. Well, Futon, you said you're a degenerate player. I've just been kind enough not to play those decks on stream. That's okay. It's okay. We should just have that's a degenerate time. night. Y'all can have degenerate night without me, okay? <laughs> you you can degenerize each other. Is that a word? No, oh, I oh, made it oh, for an, for an, oh, really? Because I seem to remember an unprovoked fierce guardianship the other day. Um, that's because your what did I kill the Marchesa? Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't he play like a a board wipe or something, and then tried to get Marchesa back, and then I just killed it again or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Okay, but yeah. like then Efren won the whole game like out of nowhere. We were all Efren's like, the worst. yeah, we were all like, Efren's not a threat, so let's just like attack everybody else. That's not how it went down. <laughs> Whatever, Efren. All right, we're we're the ones talking, and I think I just need to put Efren in timeout. Oh dang! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun game, though. Like, I did not see that ending happening that way at all. No, and. And um, I felt a little bad because I wanted to do at least one more game, but like the first forty-five minutes, we were just talking about Nicolas Cage and Henry Cavill, Ryan Gosling, and <laughs> we had several. We had several board wipes, though. Like they weren't true oh, yeah, board wipes, too. but everything got removed a couple of times. That slowed stuff down. Yeah, yeah that, and... it was the approach. It was the approach of a second sign. It just came out of nowhere, and we were like, "What is this?" I know, right? I, I think I think he sleight of handed that that card into yeah, his deck. Yeah, I mean you could so easily. We can't see what's going on off screen. Yeah, I, I don't know if I trust Efren. I don't know either. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? He's uh, a. We'll yeah. Who knows? If we ever play with him again. Uh, we probably will. Yeah, unfortunately. I tutored for it, you normies. Uh, and oh, by tutored, you mean he he tutored for it because he could have tutored it for it outside the game too. Hmm. It could have been not in his deck. He tutored and then he took his deck off screen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just happened know how, to show up there. We know how Efren works. Interesting. Um, but that's kind of a good segue into our next topic. How building to... EDH decks. Oh, Let's not talk... how to cheat in EDH? No, not how to cheat in EDH. Oh. If the topic was going to be how to cheat in EDH, I would have effort on here right now. <laughs> 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 just kidding, Efren. We don't actually think you're cheating. We're just teasing. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, kind of. But building kind of. EDH decks, like, I, I've, I wanted to talk to you about this because I am very new to EDH. I've only been playing for a few months. And I actually yeah. really love it. I was super resistant to it, but now I love it. Yes, I remember that. I remember that video you made too. The <laughs> sign your life away or whatever. Yeah, well, it is true. Like, it's true. You Once you're do, in, yeah. it's, you're in, man. It's just yeah, like, that's it. you fall hard for the EDH. So It's like, yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to building an EDH deck, um, I'm new to it. Mm-hmm. So... How do you do that sort of thing? Like, the decks that I've played... 
Okay, Efren is saying, that video was a personal attack against me. I was always nagging her about EDH. Yeah, it's true. It was oh, was attack. it? It was a personal attack. I, I think Efren told me that too, at one wow. point. Okay, so but anyways, building an EDH deck. <laughs> so the decks that I play, a couple of them are pre-cons that have been updated. Yeah. And then the other decks that I've built, like my rats deck, I pretty much used a list for that. So, but how do you kind of go about building your own deck? Do you have any sort of framework for how you would build it? Yeah. So my, so I've got, um, how many decks? I mean, I've got a, a lot. I've probably got like almost 20 EDH decks and Whoa. I am... Like, when it comes to EDH, I there's usually kind of two schools of thoughts I've seen where you try to build around the commander or you just pick the commander for the colors. You don't really care about the commander that much. But I like to personally build decks that really focus around the commander, what the commander can do. Okay. Um, and a lot of... I get very, very, very picky about commanders, like... I don't want to just pick the most popular one out there and just do the flavor of the week type deck that everybody's doing because mm -hmm. not only am you know I'm trying to be unique and all that stuff it's it's more because I want to do something that's going to personally interest me in wanting to play the deck mm -hmm. right so my latest deck that I built I guess we can do a quick little deck tech here was um just showing the camera at Sisse Weatherlight Captain and yes I will admit I got the idea for this deck because of Efren when oh, we God. when we did our EDH for normies. Uh, he did play Sisse on here, mm -hmm. and um, I wanted to build my own Sisse deck because of what she can do. Because she can tutor up for legendary permanent cards, and that is super, super, super good. Being able to tutor up stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so my theme of the deck was. I really, really wanted to experiment with Sanctum of All. The the new um uh the glare is really bad. Hold on, maybe uh -huh. if I just move the white screen away from my computer. No, that doesn't help. Um Sanctum of All, the new yeah. the new N twenty one shrine. Mm -hmm. And um and so I mean I know this is a deck that a lot of people are building now because with the it's Sanctum of card. All it's a new card, and you're able to tutor up for all the shrines from Kamigawa and then the five new shrines from M21. I wanted to build sort of an enchantment-based deck on that point. So, I mean, obviously, when it came to building this, I had to get all 11 shrines, including mm -hmm. the multicolored one. So I had all, had all those already, but then I wanted to start figuring out, well, what are going to be some of the ways I can get this done? Because what if Sisse keeps dying or my enchantments keep getting destroyed, keep getting board wipes? Yeah. So I try to put in some, so I try to compensate for stuff like that. Okay. Um, either putting in a uh, card draw so I can have plenty of cards to go through my deck. Mm -hmm. um, I put in tutors like a uh, Grim Tutor, uh, which is a the new black. Well, not new. It's the reprint yes. in M21. Mm -hmm. Idealic Tutor, which allows me to get enchantments. Um, Academy Rector, which allows me to play an enchantment if Academy Rector dies. 
uh, j- just ways to get the enchantments I want to get. And mm-hmm. then also, so when you're looking at a deck that's just sort of nothing but enchantments like that, you're going to have a weakness to where you can't really defend yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because in, in a deck like this and in my deck, I don't have a lot of creatures. And the creatures I do have are, are only really meant to help me either draw cards or tutor up stuff, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're not going to be meant for ever swinging on you at all, ever. Yeah. So I have to think about that as well. So that's where you put in stuff people like to call stacks effects, where it's it's um enchantments like Ghostly Prison, like the one that uh, Efren played, where you can't attack if you gotcha. pay two for each creature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or I have stuff like Sphere of Safety, where creatures can attack you if unless they pay X, where X is the number of enchantments you control. Oh, dang. Um, yeah, Propaganda, where creatures can attack you unless they pay two for each creature. Okay. Stuff like that, just to help slow down the amount of people that are coming after you. Ah, um, okay. And I know that kind of makes you a target and all that, so people are going to start destroying your enchantments. So yeah. there's some stuff you can try to do to try to mitigate that, and that's recursion. So recursion being your stuff dies, goes in the graveyard, you want ways to get it back, right? Mm-hmm. So... I've got stuff like Eerie Ultimatum, which return any number of permanent cards with different names from my graveyard to the battlefield, right? Okay. Uh, then I've got stuff like Open the Vaults, return all enchantment and all artifact and enchantment cards from all graveyards to the battlefield under their owner's control. So if there's a mass enchantment Ooh. wipe, I can just be like, okay, it's back, you know? Yeah. Um. Stuff like uh, a new one that Colin actually helped me uh, pick out is called Crystal Chimes from Urza Saga. Um, It is a three mana artifact. You can pay three to tap this and sack it. Return all enchantment cards from your graveyard to your hand. So that's pretty sweet as well, too. Yeah. Um, The I mean, there are better recursion cards to get for enchantments but some of them are really expensive Mm -hmm. and i'm just not about that expensive life like if i don't have it already i'm most likely not gonna buy it you know okay so you just find what you've got yeah that fits the sort of mold for what you're looking for and you put that in there yeah and i try to think of other stuff that um may help swing things around in terms of the game, like some of the other enchantments I have uh, authority of the consoles where everybody's creatures come and tapped. So it's going to slow everyone down. Ew. Right. Yeah. I don't you know that uh, dark steel mutation, which makes a creature become a zero one with indestructible and they lose all their abilities. So oh. if I don't like your Corvald commander, he, you know, I'm going to maybe I'll mutate Corvald. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody um, target Corvold? So some of my, so some of my favorite cards in this deck actually yeah. are some of the other ones that aren't that I haven't seen a lot of other lists. Um the first one that I haven't really seen a lot of is Dissipation Field. Uh it's a two double blue enchantment. Whenever a permanent deals damage to you, return it to its owner's hand. So Whoa. let's say somehow someone has, you know, 10 tokens and they swing at you, mm-hmm. all those 10 tokens are going to disappear if they do damage to you. Oh, dang. So and it's, that's it, an enchantment? 
Yeah. Oh, so wow. it's so uh-huh. it's a nice way to uh you know, hey, okay, you can deal damage to me, but all one your stuff time. is going to yeah, right. it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um another one that I really like that you can sort of help it's sort of like a politic type card where you can help an opponent out. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you want to help an opponent uh take someone out is War Cadence. Okay. Um, I found this card just by looking through all my cards and War Cadence is two and a red enchantment. You can pay X and a red. This turn, creatures can't block unless their controller pays X for each blocking creature he or she controls. So Ooh. so what happens, say so let's say you, Pixie, are attacking Efren, yes, and I don't yes. I don't and I don't want Efren to block at all. I'm gonna pay X and red, so he has to pay 10 mana for it, one creature to block. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. I figured that could be a really good political card where yeah, you're like, yeah, like I'll that. help you out, you know? So it's, so it's stuff like that. When I'm building decks like that, um, I, I first of all want to try to make it fun, you know, because now that I'm, not really playing with my normal play group anymore during the pandemic because yeah. I used to have to make my decks really strong. Be- oh, that was the, o- the only the only way I'd be able to keep up, yeah. you know. And and I kind of realized that when I started playing with you guys and all that, I'm like, oh crap, my decks are your decks like- are really op. Yeah. So yeah. So now that I'm purposely trying to make these, I wouldn't say weaker. I try to say less optimized. Yes. Because. You know, there's better cards I could put into this. It's more of I look through my binders and I try not to go on edhrec.com and look at lists because I feel like that kind of takes away from the fun of building a deck. Mm. Um, the only time I use it is like when I'm trying to think of two or three cards left that I want to pick out and I just can't think of anything else. Yeah. And um, it's... Shut up, Baltan. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, Zuby. <laughs> um, so I I try to find something that's gonna be fun. Um, try to make something that's gonna like be shenanigan level yeah. style. Mm-hmm. And just really, you know, you don't know how well it's gonna do until you play it, right? And okay. that's when. So actually, that's a really nice thing to hear you say, because that's how I feel. But I'm, but I just feel like, why well, I don't know what I'm doing. So that's why I feel like I don't know if this deck is really going to work out or not. But it's nice yeah. to hear you say that as a much more seasoned player when you really don't know either. Yeah, like so, some of the easiest things to figure out is um your your land base, right? Yeah. Um, depending on the style of play you're going for, like, are you going for a faster style of play? Mm-hmm. Then maybe you want to go on the 36 to 37 lands, right? If you if you know you're going for the longer game and you have a lot of higher costing cards, uh, maybe you want to go 38 lands. So that's something that could be easily fixed by playing it a few times because there's been a few decks where I've had to add or subtract some lands because... Mm-hmm. I either got land flooded way too much and I had plenty of mana rocks to compensate mm-hmm. or I didn't have enough land and I had to add one to two lands to make it feel better. Yeah. Um, and so those are the kind of stuff that you can, those are the easy things to fix when you're, when you get done building your deck. Um, 
after that, when you want to upgrade a deck, yes, um, is really just like, and, and I'll be honest, I don't take a lot of time for this because I sort of build a deck and I'll focus on that deck. And once I feel it's in a good position, I may kind of ignore it, you know, <laughs> for, for a little while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until, until I either play against someone else and they play a card that seems really, really, really cool and fun. And I'll be like, I need that card. Mm-hmm. I need that card now in, in you know, XYZ deck. Yeah. Or until a new set comes out and it's just, you kind of know that card is going to fit with that EDH deck. What, whenever you want to upgrade something like that, how do you choose what to replace? That is a good question because that's hard to figure out. Um, okay. It's, so let me pull up my Crufix deck because I feel like my Crufix deck is probably my most... Um, like optimized deck mm-hmm. that I could say. I mean, the the only thing, the only other things I could really optimize with it would be the land base, like getting more fetch lands and dual lands in there. But I'm not going to spend hundreds of dollars on that crap, you know. Yeah. Um, I I don't care enough for that. Um, so that's so that's a good question because Crufix is like probably the deck I care about the most. That and I just recently updated two cards out of it. Um, for some older cards, like I put in Cryptic Command and uh, Consecrated Sphinx. I've never had those cards in there before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I took out was I had to really just... So what I like to do for myself, my process, is I'll separate all my cards into like, this is the creature pile, this is the enchantment pile, instant sorcery pile. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just like all all into separate piles and I'll look and be like, okay, what card's not really working out for me? Or or if this card is better, like, like let's say the, a new card comes out and it's way better than Seedborn Muse, right? Or way better than Llanowar Elves. Yeah. Um, I'll really take a look and be like, if would this make the deck better or worse if I take this card out and replace it with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just trying it out to see if it works you know and i that that's sort of my process every time i do is i'll just really look at my list and see what what i take what i would take out would either make the deck worse or better yeah and and, and it's hard to say unless and it's different for each deck right yeah because each deck has its own different play style and right um because especially when you know you have that one deck that you you feel you've optimized to the best of your ability. Yeah. And all that, it, it gets a lot harder to figure out what to replace. Yeah. Um, it's like, like with a newer deck, and like a brand new deck you just put together and you've played it a couple times. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like from that, you should kind of know what its weaknesses are. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not getting enough land. Maybe I'm not drawing enough stuff. Maybe I don't have enough creatures. You know, something like that. Whatever the play style may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's kind of it in a nutshell. Did you have any other questions? Um, how do you upgrade stuff in existing to Earth? Yeah, how to upgrade a pre-con? About that. Yeah. And, upgrading, and... So, upgrading a pre-con... I could talk about that a little bit because okay. I just did that for uh so I had the two new precons, the Cathrol and the 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 Abzan Cathrol one yes. and the 
the mutate one. Oh, I definitely me? updated the mutate one more than the Cathra one. Yes. Um, and so when you're upgrading a precon, it's, it's I, I sort of take it the same way as if I'm building a brand new deck, right? It's I take it from I look at it from all right. What does this deck do? Do I enjoy the play style of this deck? Like, mm -hmm. we'll take Mutate, for example. I love Mutate. Mutate is so much fun. It's complicated as hell, as we found out the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when, um, what was it? Efren banished my giant Mutate creature. Yes. And we had to figure out, okay, what happens if I destroy that enchantment? <laughs> right. Where does everything go? Yeah. So, so I love the Mutate style. So basically... What I did with that deck was I took out everything that wasn't related to Mutate. Um, okay. And, and I went from there. So, and then I just started adding the Mutate creatures that weren't already in the deck. Um, I added some ramp to it, some removal, some card mm -hmm. draw. Um, and that was really about it. Okay. Because it, it that way it's sort of simple. I feel like for anybody else that upgrades a precon... Pro that's probably going to be the easiest way to do it is look at the play style of that deck. What do you like about that play style? Take out everything that's not related to that play style and just start adding in stuff that relates to it. Mm -hmm. That's what, um, so I like to play Anji and that's a pre-con. Yeah. Um, and I've upgraded it a little tiny bit, but not much. Um, but I think... No, and it's a good deck. You, you've been able to kick some butt with that deck. Hey, Ricky Bobby. Thanks for the follow. Dang it, Ricky Bobby. Hey, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that deck, and it's pretty good, but I would like to upgrade it a little bit more. Um, but, like, that deck's whole thing is madness, so maybe yeah. I can go through it and see what doesn't have madness. And yeah, if so, I can upgrade yeah, those that things. And... Some other stuff you could look at, too, would be look at how much um, graveyard recursion you have, too, in the deck. Like, how, how much stuff do you have where, you know, because you're not always going to discard stuff with madness. Do you have ways to get that stuff back should you want it? Hmm. You know? Yeah, maybe... and I don't think there are ways to get stuff back out of the graveyard at all. And you may want something like that because yeah. it may it may help, you know? Yeah. That that way that way you get something back that has madness into the graveyard. Like mm -hmm. may, maybe you couldn't cast it, right? Mm -hmm. That turn, but you had to discard it and then you get it back into your hand and oh look, I can now I can play the madness cost of it again or, or whatever you want to do, whatever shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so. a good idea. Yeah, it, it's it's really that's my favorite thing about EDH is finding finding that like interesting play style that commanders can do and it's that's what really draws me to it um yeah just try to make it unique to where it's not just i mean yeah i have some decks that are just tribal stuff right just beat you in the face yeah um but i but now as things have gotten more and more complicated with magic coming out it's i want yes. stuff that is more interesting mm -hmm. like like the mutate deck i love that thing because it's it, it it's it's complicated, but it's so oh fun. It's extremely <laughs> complicated. I could never play it. I'm I'm just like I have no idea what's going on over there with the, with this mutate. It's definitely complicated, but it's fun. It's a fun deck. Yeah. Well, that's all that matters. You enjoy it. Yeah. That's it. 
Exactly. Exactly. And that's the great thing about EDH is, you know, my play styles and what I enjoy are way different than you. And, you know, yeah. you and I could both have the same commander, but build them completely different. We totally you know? could. Yeah. Yeah. And we have. <laughs> We've both played Corvold before. But I think our decks were actually pretty similar. Yeah, because I think you and I both did sort of the same thing. We just kind of took the Brawl deck and just added stuff to it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I know I can make Corvald better, but Corvald by himself is already pretty really damn strong. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I, he's already pretty damn good. I need to go through that deck, though, again and and maybe change some stuff out. Well, yeah, like your Rats deck, for instance, that's your latest one, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, um, I think I've only seen you play it once or twice. Yeah, I haven't I played it very much. And so that would be a perfect one for you to keep playing and just yeah. understand, you know, what's weak about it. Like, what what's strong about it? What's weak about it? You know, yes. what is it doing well? What's it doing bad? And just, I mean, I, I know I make this seem like this all complicated thing. Like, uh, I'm so smart and this is what I do for every single thing. No, it's just <laughs> more of a, it's, and I don't write any of this shit down it's just more of a you know I, I guess because i'm so used to deck building these i mm-hmm. as you play it you you just sort of know okay this is what's bad about this deck and this is what yeah. i'm gonna do to fix it yeah type thing yeah i would love to play my rats deck more and get some more experience in with it so i can't yeah. find out where its weaknesses are um yeah, I don't even know if I have the land if I have the land number right on that. But one good thing about it is it's mono black, so it's not like I have to have a bunch of special lands. Let's do yeah, it, it then. Let's play right now. Uh no Efren. <laughs> no Efren. Well we can play soon. I wanna play my rats again. Yeah, that's true. Just and just sometime. I is wanna there play a jumpstart uh... rats? There's not, is there? Is there? I don't think you, there is. I thought there. No, I thought there was. There is. M- maybe I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll get it. Screw Jumpstart. Get those rats. No, no, no. Pixie and I have been talking about Jumpstart so from the very first episode. Didn't we talk about it from the very first episode of Normies? Yeah, like this is the reason we started this whole show. Yeah. So. So we're shut playing up, Jumpstart, Efren. I bought so th- 10 copies of Approach on Cardsphere, and it's going in every deck. Well, I guess I'm not inviting Efren to play EDH with us anymore. <laughs> Me either. If You can't be on EDH for normies if you have Approach of a Second Son in your deck. Oh, it's shit. Banned. It is banned from EDH for normies. It's been 5,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, well, that was all really interesting. I appreciate you talking about that, Zuby, because I'm trying to build EDH decks, but it just seems a little bit daunting for me right now to just start with nothing. It's easier for me to start with a pre-con and... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess maybe I should, like, actually look at what's in those decks a little bit more, too, to just sort of get mm-hmm. an idea of what should be in a deck as well. I'm yeah, sure. like I said, best thing to do is just separate it each by card type. Yeah. And just really look what's in each type and what goes well. And and even, and even what I always do when I want to build from scratch is I don't know how you have your, like, rares, mythics, and all your good cards separated. I don't know if they're in binders or whatever, but 
Um, no. I, I'll just, however you have yours organized is I'll just go through it. And like, if I have an idea for a commander, I want to play, I'll just start looking at those colors for that commander mm-hmm. and be like, well, what could go well with this? And gotcha. just go from there. And sometimes what I'll do is, uh, like like Grun, my mono green Grun deck was. I look through my green binders. I look through um my bigger uh, boxes I got back there for that I know I have like uncommons, commons, and green and all that. Yeah. I I probably had like a hundred and fifty cards f- for like my first run through, and it took me yeah. a while to cut down to a hundred. Oh dang! What do uh, you put? What do you put in a binder? All you my put, rare, your all your rare, every rare and every mythic that you have goes in a binder. E- e- even if they're bulk rares, I put them in a binder, and I'll put um, uh, like any commons or uncommons that are worth, I think, more than two or three dollars as well too. Oh, how do you organize them in the binders? Uh, with card pages. No, I just mean like in what order. Oh, oh in what order? So, oh, like, how so... do you find them? Oh, so um, I've got seven or eight binders. Um, oh, God. And so each binder is separated by color. Um, oh. and And I have it separated by um, release date. So I've got, like, you know, it starts from alpha to the latest set. Okay. And, That's um, interesting. I have one binder. And I just put cards that I like in it. Yeah, I do have another binder. I call it my um collection binder. Oh. I've got um I've got all my slivers in there because slivers are my favorite creature type. Okay. And I have one of each sliver in there. Mm-hmm. And then I have um the cards that I previewed for Watsy, and then I had some cards that cool. other content creators have signed and I put in there as well oh, too. Oh cool. That's interesting because I mean I hear people talk about binders a lot, but I'm like, what do you put in the binder i i i put rares and mythics because it's the easiest way to find them and yeah and even the bulk stuff because you never know when that bulk rare is either gonna go up in value or when it's gonna be really good in a deck yeah work in whatever you might be trying to build later down the road yeah yeah Okay, this has been super enlightening, honestly. It's been really Shut up, Efren. I know. He says, I have a binder that is just Approach of the Second Sun. I organize my cards autobiographically. Just stop. (laughs) Efren is the most extra person. Super extra. So should we play our game real quick before we go to Jumpstart? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we are playing... Fact or fiction? Um, we have not played this game on Magic for Normies, but no, we used we to play it on Tin Street. Yes, we did. Um, and I figured, With our it, yes, yes, and um, I figured this would be a cool time to involve our chat with this as well too. So, yes, basic, chat. The basically the gist of the game is both Pixie and I we came up with three different facts. Mm-hmm. And you got to find out which is the real one mm-hmm. because two of them are fake. Yes. One is a fact and two are fiction. So, but yes. we're going to just say them all like they're facts. So yes. everyone in chat, you're going to guess which one do you, wait, which one do you think is true, right? 
One is yes. true and two are not true. Okay. Correct. Do you want to start first or should I? Um, sure. I'll go first. Okay. okay. No, winner does not get a stitch playmat. No, Shut up. The ever. winner gets to um, choose an, an emote to spam? to spam in chat. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So for my fact or fiction, number one. I have a sister who lives in St. John. Okay. Number two. I've worn glasses since I was two years old. <laughs> I could see that. And number three. I went on a surprise honeymoon. Those are my three. Okay. So, chat, tell me which one of those do you think is true? I'm going with the surprise honeymoon. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. What, what, is, what does chat think? Number one, I have a sister who lives in St. John. Number two, I've worn glasses since I was two years old. And number three, I went on a surprise honeymoon. So Dougie Fresh says number two is the fact. I've worn glasses since I was two <laughs> years old. Baltan says, number one, I have a sister who lives in St. John. We got some variety here. And Zuby, you said number three. Yes. Okay. Oh, Pat Crack Fever says number one as well. Okay. Are you ready for the answer? So. Yes. So no, number one, I have a sister who lives in St. John. That is fiction. I have a sister who lives in St. Thomas. Ooh. Not St. John. So, okay. Yes, they are both U.S. Virgin Islands, but she lives in St. Thomas, not St. John. Sorry, those who picked number one. Number two, I've worn glasses since I was two years old. That is fiction. I've worn glasses since I was one years old. Oh, dang. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I have worn glasses my entire life. How blind are you without them? Um, pretty blind. <laughs> um, Baltan, I did get you because I know that we've talked about this before, Baltan. That's why I picked the wrong. I picked the wrong island. I was wondering oh, if you were going to remember that. Yeah, I had this conversation with Baltan. Yeah, I got you, Doug, with the one you're sold. That means number three is the correct one. Zoom, oh, you got dang. it. I Ooh. went on a surprise honeymoon. Yes, when I got married, I planned my wedding myself. And um, I told my husband to plan honeymoon. And I didn't even want to know where it was going to be. Which, honestly, like, I'm a control freak. So that was a lot for me. But planning oh, the wow. wedding was really stressful and a lot of work. So I was like, I just don't even want to bother with that. So he planned it for me, and we went to Nicaragua, and it was amazing. Ooh, yeah, it that was, sounds awesome. It was so much fun. It was. How long was were you there for? We were there for a week. Um, the one thing, so when we got off the plane, though, I was like, okay, so what do we do now? And he was like, I don't know. We're supposed to have a driver here, but I don't know how to how how to get in touch with them. What you're married? Why don't you follow? Yes, I am married. Yes, I am, Efren. You know this. I, th I think he was talking about me. Oh, Zuby. Yeah, Zuby. We're both married. 
Jimmy yeah. and I are both married. Not to each other, but we are both married. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. This guy is off the market. Yeah. Okay, so you won, Subi. You get to pick the emote. What emote are Ooh, we going to spam? Um, I want to pick... Yeah? Um, hold on. Um, we're going to pick... Ooh, is that a Charizard one? Or is that someone else's? Oh, okay. No, that's someone else's, like, thing. Oh. Um, we're going to f- pick Panic This. Panic This? What is yeah. that? I don't know, but I like the look of it. <gasps> we're spamming it. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it looks... I like Weird. it. I like it. There's Daisy. What? Yeah, there's Daisy. Yeah, da- Daisy. She's sleeping. Hi, Daisy. Hi. Wake up, Daisy. Okay, Zuby. It's because... What? You don't know what you're doing, Efren. That's why it won't work. Panic this. <laughs> yeah, Efren, just don't even try. All right, Zuby, you're up. Fact or fiction? All right, all right. Whew. Okay, so got to get my straight face on. Okay. (laughs) Um, Number one, I helped a doctor find a disease on a chest x-ray by pointing out the poop in the patient's stomach. Number two, in a club in Chicago, I had to shoo away a small person from my friend as he was trying to grab onto her leg. Number three, I ended up getting an employee fired after I found they were Bitcoin mining on the network. <gasps> oh, dang. These, these are all so exciting, honestly. So I'll, I'll repeat them again for chat in yes. case they... Um... Repeat so them for num- me, too. <laughs> <laughs> number four. <yes. laughs> um, okay, so number one. I helped a doctor find a disease on a chest x-ray by pointing out the poop in the patient's stomach. Uh, Number two, in a club in Chicago, I had to shoo away a small person for my friend as they were trying to grab onto her leg. And number three, I ended up getting an employee fired after I found out they were Bitcoin mining on the network. Ah, I'm going to choose number three. You're going number three? Yeah. Okay. Baltan says number two. Efren says number one. Doug says number three. I know. Doug I don't number... even know, right? Like, these are all so <laughs> wild. I tried to come up with the wildest ones. Mm-hmm. You did. Because I will say, they all have a little bit of truth to them. Oh, boy. Anyone else out there? I think it was just... In the world... Yeah, I don't know. Any any of these. It could be any of these. Bitcoin is a mind on a network. It's a GPU operation. Oh, dang. That's the one I picked. Yeah, but you'd still see a lot of network traffic for it, though. Yeah, Efren. Duh. Trying to shut you'd see down. some very curious network traffic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So, all right. So, yeah. I think... Yeah. so. Oh, which one are you going with? I said which three. one did you? I said number three. three. Okay, so number one, I helped a doctor find a disease on a chest X-ray by pointing out the poop in the patient's stomach. That's false. Okay. Um, I actually, had a doctor just 
show me how to find poop on a patient's chest x-ray. Okay. I, I was training the doctor on a new system and we were reading and he was reading chest x-rays to get used to the system. And he was like, oh, th that's how you find poop. And he was pointing it all out to me. And I'm all like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So number two. Uh -huh. There is no poop in the stomach. What? Shut up, Ephraim. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, in a club in Chicago, I had to shoo away a small person from my friend as he was trying to grab onto her leg. That's the one that's true. Oh! <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Yeah, it's a little bit exciting. Um, I think Baltan is the only one who got that one right. Yeah, Baltan did. With some question <laughs> marks. But hey, it counts. You said number two, it Baltan. Counts, it counts. Um, so at about... When I went to Chicago for RSNA, uh, not last year, the year before. Uh, yeah, it wasn't last year. Yeah, yeah, definitely the year before. Um, uh, we all got majorly drunk, and I found myself in a club, and I saw a, a small person... Um, literally try to like grab on to one of our like buddy's legs and i had to like shoo him away be like no go away oh my gosh he he was probably only like three foot four or something like that and <laughs> he he was just and and the lady that he was grabbing onto, she was really tall too like six five or something and oh my God. it was it, it was amusing because you know the height difference and all yeah. that and <laughs> We yeah. had to tell him he, he was clearly blasted too, so we had to tell him just like go away, stop. Oh my gosh! Um, and then number three, I ended up getting employee fired after I found there were Bitcoin mining on the network. Um, yeah, did end up getting someone fired, but it was for porn, not Bitcoin. Oh gosh! Yeah. Wow! Come on, people. Yeah. So in my old job, uh, we used to have this software that would. Um, you'd be able to see what people are actively doing on their computers at the time. And we found this their guy in work, Chicago. Work computers? Uh, yeah, on, on a work computer. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was just going at it with just the point where we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> How do you think nobody's ever going to find that out? Well, because um, you have stuff called web filters that will trigger off alerts when people are going to stuff they shouldn't be going to. Yeah, but, like, you have to know you're being monitored, like, any employee. Oh, people don't care. Oh it, it's gosh. crazy. P people really don't care. And it's, um, we ended up getting that person fired because, one, it could have posed a risk to our network because, yeah. you know, viruses and all that. Sure. And, two, it's, um, you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, fuck, just, if you're going to do it, do it on your smartphone when it's not on the network, you know? <laughs> And, like, maybe not during work time also when you're supposed to be working. Exactly. So. Yeah. But, wow. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. That's interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. that was fun. We learned some new facts about you tonight. Yeah. And we learned some new facts about you. Yeah, we did. Um, okay, so we're going to play some Jumpstart. But we need to reconfigure our... Um, webcams Yeah, I need to stuff. move my camera. Yeah. yeah, I've got to move mine too. So we are going to... Um... I guess this should be the end of the podcast portion, right? Yeah, this will be the end of this. Because then... I... 
because we're not going to put the jumpstart play on the audio, are we? Oh, no, that we won't. Okay. No, we that, won't. that'll be a separate video and all sure. that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to stop the stream and then give us about five minutes and we'll start the stream back up for our jumpstart gameplay. But yeah, this is going to be the end of our audio portion. So thanks for hanging out, everyone. Um, yeah, thank you. It was fun. Yeah, we'll be back in about five minutes for Jumpstart, so just hang around. All right, bye. Bye.